tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumisani, recording this episode on February 15th, 2022 from New York City. Real Madrid returned to Champions League action today as they were away in Paris for the first leg of their showcase round of 16 tie against PSG, but the match was anything but the heavyweight bout that many were expecting as PSG were far superior to Real from wire to wire and deservedly emerged as 1-0 victors thanks to a 94th-minute strike by rumored Real target Kylian Mbappe. Despite being outpossessed, outshot, and completely outplayed, it had looked like Real was going to escape with a scoreless draw after surviving a messy penalty attempt and several near misses in the second half, but that late bit of Mbappe magic would write a different ending to the game's story and leave Madrid with it all to do in a fortnight's time at the Bernabeu. Ancelotti's starting 11 saw the return of some key players from injury for this big European match, as Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal were at the back, Modric, Casemiro, and Cruz were in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius, and Asensio were up front, forming a 4-3-3, with Courtois behind them all in front of the goal. The game ended up being nothing like what many had been anticipating for weeks, or even what the very first minute of play promised when both sides exchanged attacks down their right wings only to see the forward play halted by a tackle in the final third. This never became the open back and forth affair between two giants whose sides were stocked with readily recognizable names. It was virtually one-way traffic for all 90 minutes with PSG routinely building up towards danger in the final third while Real seemed to adopt an overly conservative approach that both yielded the bulk of possession to the opponents and didn't give rise to anything of promise heading into the attacking end. I can only conclude that Real was entirely intimidated by the prospect of what Messi and Mbappe, along with the likes of Di Maria and Verratti, were going to do going forward, with how they for long stretches of the first half appeared to be in more of a 4-5-1 than a 4-3-3, and the attempts to hit PSG on the counter were speculative at best, as efforts to play the long ball out to Vinicius on the left wing as he broke from a deeper position were rather easily snuffed out by PSG. We didn't see much of Real trying to attack in a more organized, methodical way, which I thought to be somewhat puzzling given that this current version of PSG is known for being exploited for disorganization in their defense. Meanwhile, on the defensive end of the pitch, Real were repeatedly taken advantage of on the wings, with Hakimi coming up from the back on the right side to trouble Mendy, and Mbappe putting Carvajal and others on their heels on the left. The Frenchman got into the box and crossed in to set up Di Maria for what should have been at least a shot on goal in the 5th minute, won corners in the ninth and 13th minutes, and beat Carvajal into the box again in the 18th minute to get to Messi's through ball and force Courtois to make a save in front of the left post. The moments when Real was able to be disruptive defensively over the first half an hour or so didn't give rise to any attacking opportunities on the break, as much as just give the Whites a bit of room to breathe, as PSG would soon after win the ball back and resume their attacking pressure. Messi, who dropped deeper into the midfield area at times to facilitate PSG's possession, 
did find himself at the top of the box towards the right in the 32nd minute, but his efforts somewhat surprisingly went well wide to the left. It wouldn't be until the 35th minute that Real would finally get a touch of the ball in the PSG box as a Modric long ball to the right found Carvajal as he ran into the penalty area, but nothing came of that opportunity as he just ended up getting tackled. Late in the first half, PSG did opt to sit deeper some and relent from the high press that was effective in both keeping Real from playing the ball out of their own half and winning the ball back. And there was a spell during the 41st and 42nd minutes when Real began to look familiar in their possession as they enjoyed some extended comfort in having the ball in the final third. But even on that occasion, it was just a case of the ball being played from one wing over to the other and back with the blue shirts in front of Real inside of and above the box and there were no penetrating passes or runs in, or even just balls being thrown into the box to try to create something out of nothing to make the most of the rare positive spell. A 45th minute Real break down the left, following a blocked Messi shot, did produce a corner, and Casemiro would take Real's first shot of the game a minute later when he got his head onto the ball in from Cruz to send it wide to the left before the halftime whistle sounded. As bad as the first half was for Madrid, it would get even worse once play resumed as PSG would only dial up the attacking pressure that had already seemed to be high and they really started to take their chances at the goal. Mbappe continued to be the main danger man as PSG played through Madrid's defense in the final third in the 50th minute for Hakimi to backheel a pass to the Frenchman inside of the box and it was only an excellent diving save by Courtois towards his right that kept Mbappe from opening up the scoring. A couple of minutes later, a less-than-great Courtois clearance had him out of position in front of the goal and staring at Nuno Mendes as he intercepted the ball, but the Belgian was able to save that effort from distance near the top left corner of the box, and Messi's shot from above the box forced another save, albeit a more comfortable one, in the 53rd minute. Real was still toothless in the attack and never looked like they were going to score, with Benzema seeing no service inside of the penalty area and both Vinicius and Asensio not presenting a threat with runs forward on the wings. And with a dearth of ideas, Cruz just took a what-the-hell shot from well above the box in the 54th minute when he found himself with a bit of space and sent the ball just over the bar. Mbappe's shot from above the box on the left in the 56th minute didn't much trouble Courtois, but in the 61st minute, he'd make sure not to let Real off of the hook so easily as his burst of pace on the left into the box left Carvajal once again in his wake, and the right back desperately and foolishly attempted to make a tackle on Mbappe before he could cross the ball in, which only produced a foul and a penalty that nobody protested. But Courtois would once again turn up to deny Messi's effort from the spot a minute later, guessing right on his dive towards the left to keep the game scoreless and Real in the contest. Madrid would break after defending the corner that resulted from that save, and it looked like the front three had a numbers advantage and space to get into the final third, but Danilo's foul of Vinicius from behind put an end to that, and quite honestly, that was a yellow card well earned. Vasquez and Rodrigo would be Real's first pair of subs, replacing Carvajal and Asensio in the 72nd minute, and PSG would bring on Neymar for Di Maria a minute later, but it would continue to be the Mbappe show, as he just missed out on a messy cross from the left in front of the goal in the 77th minute and then sent the ball just wide of the far post with his shot from the left side of the box in the 78th minute. Ancelotti would commit the remainder of his substitutes to freshening up the attack as he brought on Hazard and Valverde for Vinicius and Modric in the 82nd minute and then Bale for Benzema in the 87th minute. 
but the changes did nothing to alter the quality of Real's play going forward, and it looked like the best Real would be able to do would be escape for Paris with a scoreless draw, which would have been a theft of sorts given how thoroughly the Whites were dominated by the league on leaders. But Mbappe would have none of any such injustice, and he saw to it that the scoreboard would indeed reflect the game's run of play, as in the 94th minute, he took a ball back heel to him on the left wing by Neymar, split Militao and Vasquez with a dribble that took him just outside of the six-yard box, and slotted the ball home right between Courtois' legs to make it PSG 1, Real Madrid 0, which the referee's barely audible whistle would confirm as the game's final score just a couple of minutes later. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's get into the individual performances from Real Madrid's Champions League defeat today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as a 4. Back from his injury absence, he played almost the full 90 minutes, which was an encouraging sign of his fitness, and he certainly never looked like he was laboring physically while he was out there, but in terms of his impact on the attack, he was virtually anonymous, largely due to a lack of service in the final third. He most notably linked with Vinicius on a break in the 45th minute that produced a corner, and then got a promising 62nd minute break started with a pass to Vinicius in the defensive third, but apart from those sequences, his few touches of the ball in the attacking end were of no consequence. Bale replaced him in the 87th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 5. He was situated deeper alongside the midfield 3 in the first half as Real sat back to soak up the pressure from PSG, and from that position, he wasn't able to get out on the break much. His first half was highlighted by a good tackle of Di Maria outside of the box in the 21st minute, a forward run that drew a free kick from outside of the box on the left wing in the 29th minute, and a forward run on the break in the 45th minute that resulted in Madrid winning a corner. In the second half, he and Benzema tried to combine with one another in the final third a couple of times, but without success, as Vinny lost possession on a couple of such instances, but they did get that 60-second minute counter started that had Vinny streaking into space in the middle of the pitch before Danilo brought him down. He won another free kick outside of the box on the left, albeit with a dive, in the 81st minute before Hazard took his place a minute later. Marco Asensio rated as a 4. He also was marginalized as an attacker by his deeper defensive position, but he also didn't do much of anything in the moments when he did get touches. All he had to show for his efforts in the first half was a 30th minute free kick that got intercepted inside of the box and in the second half his errant pass wasted a chance for Madrid to break out of its own half in the 59th minute. He was largely invisible out on the pitch and Rodrigo was brought on for him in the 72nd minute. In the midfield Luka Modric rated as a 5. Most of his contributions were made in the defensive end in this game as he had interceptions in the 10th and 13th minutes when Madrid was living in their own end. His 35th minute long ball to Carvajal on the right generated Madrid's first touch inside of PSG's box all game and he'd win the ball back for Madrid inside of their own penalty area just a minute later. He'd make more interventions in the second half with a 65th minute tackle in the box of Verratti and a sliding interception of a through ball on the left side of the box in the 71st minute but he didn't present any ideas with his passing when Madrid were in possession in PSG's half and given his importance in the midfield he has to shoulder a chunk of the blame for the lifeless Madrid attack. Valverde replaced him in the 82nd minute. Casemiro rated as a 5. It was hard not to be frustrated with his performance overall. 
even though he made a number of quality defensive interventions throughout the game in both halves. But you would have expected a player of his experience, knowing his importance to the team and knowing that he was a yellow card away from a suspension in the second leg, to do better than to go crashing into Paredes from behind in open space with no play on the ball in the 37th minute. However, that's exactly what he did. And now Real will be without him for the crucial return game in the Bernabeu in two weeks' time. Aside from that costly error, he blocked a messy shot from above the box in the 45th minute and headed a ball in from a cruise corner wide left of the goal a minute later. In the second half, he did see some of his passes go wayward to turn the ball over, but he made more defensive interventions as well, including a 93rd minute tackle of Messi outside of the box on the right that looked like it was going to snuff out the last bit of danger from PSG on the night. Tony Cruz rated as a 5. Much like Modric, he also made contributions defensively, but was of minimal influence in the attacking end. He somewhat surprisingly won the ball off of Messi in the 29th and 43rd minutes, but he turned the ball over himself in the first half as some of his own attempted longer passes got intercepted. His well-taken corner in first half stoppage time was met by Casemiro for a header that was effectively Madrid's best chance all game. In the second half, he found himself with space in the attacking third and launched a rocket from long range that went over the bar in the 54th minute, and he won the ball back for Madrid a couple of times as well, but he again saw several of his passes uncharacteristically go wayward, and the balls that he was able to make connections with were generally lacking in creativity. In the back, Furland Mendy rated as a 4. He was not at all impressive in this game, as he started things off on the wrong foot when he got dispossessed in Madrid's own half in the 6th minute. He failed to control a crossfield pass in the 25th minute to allow it to go out, and then a minute later, he was getting shouldered off of a ball by Hakimi as he attacked down the right wing. He did intercept a messy pass intended for Hakimi in the final third during the 37th minute, but that was about the only good thing he did in the first half. In the second half, things didn't get much better as he copied Casemiro's folly by picking up a yellow card for a late challenge on Danilo in the 57th minute, which means that he is also going to be suspended for the return leg in Madrid. He did pick out Benzema above the box with an accurate cross in the 85th minute, but in the 90th minute, Mbappe blew by him into the box on the right to play in a dangerous cross as PSG was applying the pressure to get a late winner. David Alaba rated as a 7. He was the best of Madrid's outfield players on the day. In the first half, he intercepted passes in the 14th, 28th, 39th, and 44th minutes. He saved Real from surrendering a chance shortly after play resumed in the second half when he made a sliding interception of a through ball in the defensive third after PSG had broken forward in the 47th minute, and he was done wrongly by the referee when his clean tackle of Neymar above the box in the 74th minute was whistled as a foul to surrender a dangerous free kick. His last notable bit of good defense was in the 79th minute, when he was one of the only defenders who was able to control Mbappe all game long as he kept the Frenchman in front of him in the box on the right and blocked his shot to concede a corner. Militao rated as a 5. It was a relatively solid performance for him until it wasn't in the moment that mattered the most. He had a few interceptions over the course of the first 25 minutes, and in the 29th minute, he took matters into his own hands as he broke forward with the ball into space on the right side in the attacking half. In the second half, he got booked in the 51st minute for a late sliding challenge from behind on Mbappe and intercepted a pass in the box in the 71st minute, but it was his poor defending in the 94th minute that ultimately proved costly. 
He allowed Mbappe to dribble between him and Vasquez and run in towards the six-yard box, throwing up his hands as if to say, I didn't touch him instead of defending properly to prevent the forward run, and that allowed Mbappe into position to net the game-winning goal. For a player of his experience, and in that moment in a game of this magnitude, it was an absolutely inexcusable error, and it marred what had otherwise been a good game for him in the central defense. Danny Carvajal rated as a 4. This was the worst that he has looked all season, as he was beaten for pace multiple times by players attacking on the left side, most notably Mbappe, who got the better of him to get into the box in the 5th, 13th, and 18th minutes, but also by the likes of Nuno Mendes, who got past him to get into the penalty area in the 26th minute. He did make a good forward run to get to a Modric long ball from Madrid's first touch in PSG's box in the 35th minute, but he was tackled on the occasion to put an end to that attack. In the second half, he won the ball off of Mbappe inside of the box on the left in the 60th minute, but Mbappe would get his revenge on him a mere minute later when he blew by him into the box on the left and won a penalty as Carvajal's mistimed challenge brought him down. It was only because of Courtois that the miscue wasn't reflected on the scoreboard, but the episode made it plain to see, if it wasn't already, that Carvajal really had no answers for PSG's talisman. Ancelotti probably recognized that as well, and in the 72nd minute, he replaced Carvajal with Lucas Vazquez. As for the substitutes, Lucas Vazquez rated as a 3. As I just mentioned, he came on for Carvajal at the 72nd minute mark. He did get onto the end of a Cruz long ball on the left in the 86th minute, but he wasn't able to maintain possession to mount any attack. But his stint in this game really just comes down to what he wasn't able to do in the 94th minute as he found himself backing off of Mbappe as he inched into the left side of the box and he conspired with Militao to let the Frenchman dribble right between the two of them to get further into the box to net the game-winning goal. It's fair to say that you definitely did not have a good game defensively if all you did over about 23 minutes on the pitch is roll out the red carpet for the game's most dangerous player to score. Rodrigo rated as a 4. He also was brought on in the 72nd minute, replacing Asensio, and he did make an attacking run into the box on the right in the 80th minute, where he got dispossessed for a moment, but won the ball back and fired off a shot that was blocked. Another run into the box in the 91st minute ended up with him being dispossessed, and on that occasion, he wouldn't get a second chance. Eden Hazard, I did not give a rating. He took the place of Vinicius in the 82nd minute, and he got out onto the left side on a break in the 85th minute, following a PSG turnover. Valverde, I did not give a rating. He also came on in the 82nd minute, replacing a momentarily bemused Modric. He won the ball off of Mbappe with a tackle in the 89th minute, but he also played a bad pass in the final third a minute later. He tried his best to get to Mbappe after he had beaten Militao and Vasquez into the box in the 94th minute, but his outstretched leg couldn't make the tackle to prevent the game-winning goal. Gareth Bale, as the final substitute, I did not give a rating. He replaced Benzema in the 87th minute and won an aerial challenge to play Courtois' goal kick forward to Rodrigo on the right in the 91st minute, but he didn't do much of anything apart from that. Finally, in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as an 8. It's somewhat unfortunate that he'll go down as having surrendered the game-winning goal because he was Madrid's best player on the day, and it was only because of him that Real are still in this tie. His first half was most notable for saving Mbappe's shot from close range after he had been played into the box by Messi in the 18th minute. He'd stop another Mbappe effort from the center of the box in the 50th minute with a quick reaction dive to the right. 
save a long range Mendes shot from well up in the box in the 52nd minute, easily save Messi's shot from above the box a minute later, and then deny Mbappe again on his attempt from above the box in the 56th minute. The high point for the Belgian would come in the 62nd minute when he saved Messi's attempted penalty with a diving stop to the left and he would add to that by defending Neymar well on his forward run towards the right post in the 87th minute and then saving Gaia's shot from above the box in the 93rd minute. But all of his great effort would end up being in vain as Mbappe's 94th minute shot from just outside the 6 yard box went in between his legs and into the back of the net spoiling what had been a fantastic overall performance by him on the day. The final result definitely flatters Real as they were thoroughly outplayed by PSG and could have very well lost this game by two or three. PSG were consistently dangerous in both halves, even without Messi being at his absolute best and Neymar only being limited to substitute duty, and at no point over the 90 plus minutes did Real show anything in the attack to match what their opponents were offering. It was encouraging to see Benzema last nearly 90 minutes and at least physically look like he was fully fit, but even with him out there, along with Vinicius and the vaunted midfield trio, Real offered next to nothing going forward, lost the battle in the middle of the park, and were bent until they were finally broken at the back. With Casemiro and Mendy both suspended for the return leg in Madrid in two weeks, the prospects for the Whites turning around this result to advance to the Champions League quarterfinals are certainly dim, but thanks to Courtois' efforts in this game, Real are still very much alive, even if they're no longer favored in this round of 16 tie. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid, the Whites return to the Bernabeu and league play as they host Alaves this upcoming Saturday. Real made light work of Alaves when the sides met back in August, winning 4-1 and there is no reason to expect anything different this time around as Alaves currently sit third from the bottom in the league table which is 20 points from their 24 games having won 5, drawn 5 and lost 14. This is certainly the type of game that Real can make no mistakes with as Sevilla are only 4 points back in the title race and there are still plenty of tough matches remaining in the league schedule so I fully expect Real to use this game to get back into the winning swing of things as the Whites have only emerged victorious once in their last five matches in all competitions. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Alaves on Saturday, so look for a new episode to drop soon after the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!